one of the reasons you may be having a hard time with your relationships and sustainability is because you're probably not looking at your capacity. Let's talk about it. What's going on? Welcome to the Bird Brain Podcast, where the goal is to rise above it all. Stay elevated, create that infinity, and up your you. I'm your host, Isaiah, and we are really, like, (laughs) full speed ahead into the new year, y'all. It's been so, not just busy, there's just been so many things that I am finalizing, taking care of, accepting, um, and it's just like, it's full speed ahead, it really is, and I love it, you know, I really do enjoy it, um, and at the same time, you know, I'm a human, so, I'm tired, <laughs> you do get tired, and it's such a barometer in terms of like, you know, what all you've been doing, how, how things have been affecting you, right? Internally and externally. Um, because I think, you know, when you're used to operating from a certain space, you think it's fine just because it's your norm. And sometimes not everything is, not everything is fine. Not everything is fine, y'all. Not everything is fine, nor does it have to be. You know, that's that's the thing, too, where it's like, oh, it's all good. But it's like, is it, though? Is it all good? You know? Experiences are very interesting. Um, and it will kind of tie into that. But, like, experiences do... It, it really... How experiences affect you really is information. How people affect you, how we affect people is also information. Um, Dunbar's number is a very interesting... I don't know if you guys have heard about it, but Dunbar's number... Basically, what it says is that as humans, we have the capacity for 150 relationships at any given point in time. 150 relationships. And I guess that means, in, in a lot of ways, like... Your capacity, your brain capacity to keep up with 150 people. That's that's like your cap out. And then it goes on to say, as you, let's say within that 150, right? There are tiers, you know, there, there's hierarchy, there's layers, right? There, there are sectors, and the further out you go, the more people you probably have in that certain range. But the further you go, 
the further you move away from emotional closeness, emotional intimacy, right? And you can see it in real time, right? And I love, I am so grateful that there's starting to be more conversations around friendship, the science of friendship, right? The the intricacies of friendship. Like in order to actually be, uh, to establish a friendship with someone, I think it's like a thousand hours you need to put in, something like that. Like you need to connect with this person to be friends, which means that when you are labeling people as such, clock the hours, right? And I'm not saying like get out of pen and paper, be like, hey, <laughs> we spent, right, we spent an hour today, we spent an hour today. But it's also cool, I think, to look at the people when you when you're with them. Time is going a little too fast, and it's like, wait, I wait, hold on, I want to. This, slow down, <laughs> you know, we're having too good of a time, but also when you find yourself upset or disoriented by certain dynamics with other people, it's important to look at, well, who are they, right? And where are you actually keeping them? Where do you want to keep them versus where they should be kept, Right. And we also have to understand our frustration in many cases comes from the fact that someone is not operating in the vein that we want them to, right? Or we expect them to, or we hope them to for us, okay? And that can be, you know, disheartening, disappointing. You may start to personalize it like everything is not about you, right? And that can apply in so many ways in the sense of like, is not about you in the sense of like, well, they probably just don't have the capacity. It's not about you in the sense of like, maybe they don't feel the same way about the connection, right? It's not about you in the sense of like, you know, maybe they've already kind of established what they themselves are seeking. Or they don't know how. That's also a component too. I'm starting to realize like a lot of people don't necessarily know how to be a friend. Or just how to show up in a relationship. Right? We've done this dance, I think, in society for so long where there's been a bypassing of what's acceptable and what's not. And a whole, well, you just got to fight for people and you just got to do this. And it's like sometimes the unhealthiest thing you're doing is trying to fight for a relationship. That's not, that's not what you do, right? You make effort, right? You show up, you be intentional, you check yourself, right? You do all the things and you may have conflict in the relationship, but to fight for a relationship it it has it has a weird undertone to it where it's like to tolerate a negligence within the relationship to force a relationship okay there's be a romantic partner friendship too but i think with friendship it it it's kind of this aspect of uh yeah just throw them away you'll find another one and it doesn't work, right? 
Aristotle's three levels of friendship, the friendship of pleasure, friendship of utility, friendship of the good, right? And if we kind of put Dunbar's number and Aristotle's uh, Aristotle's theories on layers of friendship, you know, side by side, and you take a look at where people fit, right? Friendship of pleasure, you know, that's kind of like your acquaintance or people you just have a good time with. But are these the people that you can talk to about nothing and everything? Like they they hold space. You guys hold space for each other, right? Or is it just, oh, yeah, I know this person's going to have fun and it allows me to escape everything that I'm dealing with. I also know that they're not going to ask me anything about my life. So that keeps it great, too. Also, I don't really have to be responsible for the relationship either. You know, friendship of pleasure, friendship of utility is like, um, you know, common environment. Proximity plays a heavy role in friendship of utility. Coworker, gym partner, uh, same team in a league or something like that, right? And once the resource is no longer there or the, the environment is no longer there, then the relationship is no longer there. Okay. Convenience, right? Conveniences. And then, you know, friendship of virtue or friendship of the good, they exist outside of the norm. They exist outside of the social constructs in terms of like, oh, yeah, we, we uh, like the same things. We do the same things. So by design, we're friends. It's like, hey, we might not even like the same things. We might be very different people. However, the value of who you are in my life and, and vice versa, it, it, it goes beyond that. You know, our moral compass is kind of similar. Like our, our principles, we have a similarity. And the goal is to just kind of always make sure that you're taken care of and you're making sure that I'm good too. Like you care. You care about the individual. Uh, you care about their well-being, right? You want to see them do great. You guys are just enriching each other's lives. That's friendship of the good. So when you think about Dunbar's number, 150, the friendship of the good, you're probably looking at like, oof, I'd say five, five max friendship of the good, right? Because those are your close, close friends, right? Your confidants. Um. And it's funny because sometimes people can change, right? People can go from, you know, friendship of virtue to now friendship of pleasure. Like we hit each other up every once in a while and the relationship isn't really there because there's not a level of sustainability to keep it. That's why it's like when people talk about like, you know, going months and years without talking to someone, you have to understand everybody's experience in life, not just you. Which means that, that that concept goes both ways. If you have life going on for six months plus and you have not been able to keep up with somebody, they have not been on pause waiting for you to come back around. They've been having life too. And then when you guys get back together, it's like not everybody has the capacity to catch you up on what they've been doing in life. Like people are not TV shows. You just can't binge watch you know, you can't binge watch a relationship. <laughs> you really can't. You can't do it. It doesn't, it does. it eventually fizzles out, right? Um, or those people are acquaintances. Why? Because these are not relationships that you really are sustaining or maintaining. Um, and 
it's just it's just different. You know, it's different and thing and it and it shows, right? It really does show. And sometimes you can recognize what a relationship is based on how you're feeling in your body. Right? Sometimes you may recognize that a relationship is uh changing. And you feel it in your gut, right? You feel it in your stomach, right? You feel it kinda in your chest. You find yourself kind of withholding a little bit more or like, you know, when that person calls, you don't really look to engage as much or, you know, the consistency of communicating is kind of starting to dwindle, right? And bringing it up, it's like there's never really an eagerness to repair. It's just kind of like, oh, well, yeah, you know, I got these things going on. The body keeps the score. You know, we talk about that. Um, and when you when you kind of recognize it, you go back to Dunbar's number. Like, what is my capacity for people right now? Right? What are my what's my capacity for my relationships right now? It's funny, me personally, I think being so damn introverted, my capacity is definitely not 150. <laughs> <laughs> and I understand what it means in terms of like, you have the capacity for 150, you have the capacity, but it doesn't mean you are allotting that capacity. It doesn't mean you are, you are crossing that threshold even, right? It's important for you to understand what relationships you are looking to have and also what you have the capacity for and who looks like that, right? You have to slow down. And you got to ask yourself, what is my goal for my relationships? Is it just for me to have people or is it for me to build community and connection? Right? Who is this for? And then when you look at the people that you are trying to build with, how do I feel? If you always feel like you got to chase, right? If you always feel like this sense of urgency or nervousness, like you're losing out on time and all that, it, it really does... It does you some good to examine what exactly is going on. And even in your current relationships, there might be people you keep closer in your life, like within those sectors, you know, Dunbar's number, um, like family, right? You may keep them at a closer tier by default. But if you look at the relationship health, they may not really belong in a closer proximity. The reason why is because maybe they sabotage things. Maybe every time you talk to them, they are, um, you know, they're discouraging you about things. Maybe every time they reach out, it's a stressful situation. It's never about anything positive. Maybe they don't really support you or you guys don't support each other. So they don't have to be in your closest relationship sector just because they are quote unquote family. Family is just based on relation, right? Blood, DNA. But sometimes, and a lot of times, as you get older, you start to kind of choose your family. And the beautiful thing is some people, they are very close with their family. It's healthy, dynamics, etc. But not everybody has that luxury. Not everybody has that. So therefore, your family is about who you were building with. And even in that, it's so important for you to be mindful of who you are trying to build with. Are these people simply a replica of the family that you have? 
that you're trying to get away from or are they establishing new ground for you like new ideas new concepts right new self-worth levels right a very different belief system right and even on social media like you know you're following however many people that's that's like taking up space who are you actually keeping up with on your social media Right. And then the scrolling and just the bypassing and it just have people in there, you know, and it's crazy because it's like, you know, people get offended when you remove them because you guys don't engage. It's like, what am I keeping you here for? We're kind of showing each other that we're not participating in each other's lives. And not everybody likes the idea of just keeping tabs on somebody that they don't talk to. Not everybody's down with that. It's just like, what's the point? If we're not in each other's lives, I don't want to appear into your life either. <laughs> you know, there may be some people you you know from the past and it's like, all right, cool. They stay there. But you get to decide what does your relationship capacity look like? How do you define relationship? All of these things matter. All of it matters. Okay. It's also important to understand, you know, relationships can go through seasons. They can go through seasons where there is a kind of like a hibernation period or a cold spot. But if the relationship matters, right, to most people, there will be there will be a confidence and connection. Okay? There will still be effort made that shows the other person, hey, I value you. Right? Relationships do not exist on neglect and assumption. Okay, so never feel like that is the prerequisite for sustaining connection with anybody. It requires work. It requires effort. Okay, it requires effort, but it requires work on your part. Okay, um, yeah. So as you go into the new year, as you are in this current year, just think about what relationships looks like. Just think about what relationship looks like for you. Think about the people in your life you're grateful for. How often do you tell them? Right? How do you show them? Okay. And as we get older, we need to understand that life happens in a weird way where it's like, you know, tomorrow isn't promised for anybody. So the guarantee that we're going to talk to this person tomorrow may not always be there. Okay. Relationships are such a beautiful thing because they truly are a privilege. They truly are a privilege because you are literally holding space in someone else's life and vice versa. And they could be anywhere else doing something completely different, but you guys are engaging with each other. Just think about that. Okay. Think about what you want. Think about who you are. Think about how you pursue what you want. Think about what you want it to look like. Okay. Um, yeah, as the holiday season approaches and the new year is right behind, just lean in, lean in to even more of what you are desiring. And take a look at what you already have and how grateful you are for it. All right. Take care of yourselves, y'all. Take care of each other. Take flight.